This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to Table Talk for Moms. Today, I wanted to talk about different New Year's traditions, both New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. I crowdsourced from family members, from the internet, from Pinterest, and from my own personal experiences, and put together a list of 20 different traditions that you can do with your family this New Year's. But full disclosure, maybe a caveat here before we get started. First, this is not meant to overwhelm you. It's not meant to have you feel like, oh my gosh, I need to be doing more. I'm not doing enough traditions. No, not even. This is just to help you get the ideas flowing. So Lauren actually sent me an idea today about a Christmas um, tradition. And I was so happy and so excited because it was like the best tradition for Christmas I'd ever heard of. It was right up my lane, right up my alley, right up my family's alley. And I was like, I am so glad I heard this. I am writing it down. We're going to do it next year because the time has passed for me to do it this year. But I would just was so thankful that she shared it with me. So this is just to help get your ideas flowing. Because the other thing I wanted to say and I have seen this floating around like Instagram, TikTok, whatever, but to make it a tradition, that doesn't mean that it has to happen every year for it to be a tradition. So if things are getting crazy and you miss a year or just you can't, or you try something new because you think it'll be fun and it's not a great fit for your family, that's fine. Drop it, leave it. You don't have to do it again. And you can always change what traditions you have. I think the most important thing is that the reason we love and lean into traditions or try to start new ones, I think it comes from such a good place of wanting to carve out time for our families, doing something special, doing something intentional. And so I know it comes from a good place, but if a tradition isn't working for your family or it is causing you more stress than it is like the outcome is good, drop it, leave it behind. It's not a good tradition. Okay. So without further ado, now that I've said my piece, here are some New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, New Year's Day traditions. The first one is a relay race. And this is actually something we did growing up. And we would just put together the like most random relay races. Our mom and dad would put it together and like we would like golf. 
with like a carrot a, a like a large carrot attached to a string and like try and get it across a line and then we would like have to like put throw bean bags into a hole like kind of like cornhole inside because it was always freezing in Utah in the winter but they would just make up this relay race and we would time everybody because we had a big family mom dad and then six kids so we would time it so we weren't all going at the same time and then whoever won would get like a special prize but I still remember and I like I did not check with my mom to fact check this because I had to have been way little I had to have been like four maybe but one of the years that we did the relay race at the end you had to sit on a balloon and pop it and inside the balloon was like a message and that was how my parents announced that they were pregnant with my youngest sister so I still remember it like I that has to be one of my first memories but a relay race is something super fun you do not have to buy a single thing you can just make funny little things with whatever you find in your house um the other thing I was going to say uh I went to one of my son's friends, it was his birthday. Um, we're friends with his family. So we went over there and they did the cutest Super Mario themed like relay race. So you can also get as creative with it as you want. I'm sure there are plenty of ideas on Pinterest, but it's a really fun way to set up. You like, And after that, the kids can run through it as many times as they want. But a relay race was always something we did growing up and always something that I still think about every New Year's. I haven't done one yet with my own family, with my kids, but it's still one of my favorite New Year's traditions. Uh, The next one, this is also something we did growing up, but we would have like game marathons. So we would, you know, those games that you get and you're like, oh my gosh, this game lasts forever. Why? Like, and you always like, at least in my family, it's like, hey, we'll play that another day. Like, let's make a shorter game. So New Year's Eve is one of the best nights for those long haul games. We're talking Risk. We're talking Monopoly. We are talking Phase 10. We would play those games growing up on New Year's Eve because we had plenty of hours to stay awake. And it still is one of my favorite things. And continuing our game marathons. We play that with me and my kids growing up. We always play games on New Year's Eve. Uh, The third one is maybe more of a hint and or maybe more of a tip than anything, but I guess it kind of is a tradition. So I have a lot of little kids. um, And so one thing that we do is we actually do a New Year's Eve and we make it a quote unquote late night. So we let them stay up until like 9 p.m., but a lot of them can't tell the time. And so on like Netflix and YouTube and like pretty much any streaming service anywhere, they have like pre-done countdowns that you can like put on your TV and watch the countdown so that you know, so that like littles still feel like they're involved but also so your two-year-old is not staying up until midnight and then the next day is just horrible. So that's also one thing we do is a is an early countdown for our littlest ones. Um, the 
fourth one is something that I did growing up and also something that my husband did growing up, but they would do, and we would do a new year's day brunch. Um, and a lot of the time that was with like cousins. And so like for us growing up, we would do a new year's day brunch with like my dad's side of the family. And a lot of the time we'd go to our cousin's house and play like laser tag or like fun games together inside. Um, and, my husband's family, they would do a New Year's Day brunch with their cousins, but they always, it was always seafood. <laughs> and I don't know why I've always just like thought about that. I'm like, huh. But he talks about it all the time. And it's just like, sometimes those like quirkiest things are what stick out to you most that you remember. I'm sure you can think back into your childhood of like any Christmas tradition. And sometimes it's the funniest things that like stay with you, right? Um, the fifth one at midnight, and this is—I put this down, and I was like, maybe this is like already common knowledge. But when it was midnight, we would go out on our porch, like in the freezing cold weather, and we would celebrate, and we would get pots, and we would get pans, and like wooden spoons, and we would just like bang them as loud as we could, and it still is one of my favorite things. And my kids have never done it, so I think we will probably do it this year. But I just remember thinking it was the coolest thing ever to bang pots and pans at midnight. I'm sure my neighbors hated it, but just like a, a silly little thing that we would always do. Uh, number six, we would do fireworks on the on New Year's Eve or like when it hit midnight. And sometimes it'd be like sparklers or like sometimes it'd be like random leftovers from – Fourth uh, of July, whatever was in like the back of the closet, but it was always a fun way to ring in the new year. Let me just say, full disclosure, like make sure that is allowed in whatever area you live in before you go and do that. I'm not condoning illegal activities here. <laughs> um, seven. Uh, introducing like a special food or a fun food for. New Year's Eve. So with my family and my kids, we make, <laughs> I'm sorry. So we make what we call Loiza punch. And it is the silliest thing, but my kids like cheer and chant for it. And we only have it on special occasions. And one of those occasions is New Year's Eve. And so we do, it's like seven up with a little bit of apple and a little bit of cranberry. And it is Louisa Punch. 10 out of 10 would recommend it. But that is what we do. Um, honestly, food is like such a big part of our holidays and like food traditions like this, I just love. Um, one of my friends was telling me they always do a fondue night on New Year's Eve. And I thought that was the cutest idea and kind of such like a fun thing to have going like throughout the night. So any like fun kind of like special food. I know a really great website called Six Scissors Stuff. Wink, wink. That has a ton of recipes on it. If you need some ideas, we've got really good appetizers. For some reason, I always equate um, appetizers with New Year's Eve, but we also have, especially if you've got littles, like we've got a lot of like mocktail recipes or like our grandma, when we would celebrate New Year's Eve with them, she would make, it was called frappe. I don't even know. It's like, maybe it's just like a Utah thing. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know. The recipe's on our website, but 
Grandma's Frappe. Look it up. It was like this frothy, delicious, sweet drink. And now I'm, my kids have never had it. I'm just realizing it. I got to pull that out. We got to make that this year. Um, Number eight, a movie marathon. Now, full disclosure, we did like, didn't do movie. We would like usually watch a movie on New Year's Eve growing up. And like with my kids, we usually will watch a movie on New Year's Eve. But other days we would have movie marathons and we'd like get a bunch of food. I remember we'd go to our grandpa's house and like we'd watch like all three Indiana Jones movies or like all three Star Wars or whatever it was. And I remember as a kid thinking it was the absolute coolest thing ever. So if you were like wanting to do super low key, go with good food, do a movie marathon. You could do Harry Potter too. I always feel like Harry Potter is such a good wintry themed movie. I know that it goes throughout the whole year, but for some reason in my head, Harry Potter is Christmas, New Year's. It's fine. Um, another idea, number nine, year in review Pictionary. So this is another game our family would play growing up. We would have like family nights on Monday night and we would like have a little lesson and then we would play games. And um, one game that we would play was Vacation Pictionary. And so we would have to like draw out funny things that like happened to us on vacation, like throughout whenever. But I thought it would be fun to do like a Pictionary from like things that have happened in your family throughout the year. Uh, if you've got older kids or. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Maybe, I don't know if your teens will be joining you, but this is kind of a fun game to play um, if you've got kids who are old enough to draw. Um, The next one, number 10, a favorite memory jar. So this is one that I saw online, this idea, and I actually really loved it. But you have everyone write their favorite memory from the year on just like a slip of paper, and then you have them fold it up and put it in a jar And then as it gets closer to midnight, you pull them out and read the the memories, people's favorite memories throughout the year anonymously. And I thought that was a really sweet way to like remember everything that has happened through the year and kind of like reminisce a little bit. Uh, Number 11, this is always something we do. I I swear we did this growing up, but I was like trying to think about it. I'm like, did we? Or did I just do this because I love lists? I don't know, but I do it with my kids now, but we fill out like a goal setting worksheet and like our top three things we learned in the last year. And so it's just kind of a good way to like reflect and then look forward and set goals. Um, They have a bunch of them online. If you just like 
look up a new year review or new year resolution worksheet or whatever it is. They've got a ton of them and most of them are free. They're all really cute. They've all got really good ideas. So that's a fun little activity you can do. Another thing I do with my kids, and we did this growing up too, because I remember making it, um, (laughs) this is going to date me. I remember making it on Y2K. I remember being a child and it being 1999 and changing to the year 2000. And I remember staying up way late, but the day, because it's kind of hard because like kids are waiting all day for like the fun to begin. So I remember during the day, our mom helped us make like a big poster, like with butcher paper. And we just like colored it in. But that's also, my husband's been gone or working or whatever for a lot of New Year's Eves. And so that is one way that I help my kids pass the day on New Year's Eve because they're waiting for like all the fun stuff at night. We, I just roll out a giant thing of butcher paper and in like big block letters, I'll just draw like New Year's Eve 2023 or whatever year it is. And then I just like put it down and put out a bunch of stuff to color and draw with on like literally on the floor and just let my kids go to town on the picture because they have the best time coloring it in. And then when it's done and they feel like you know, usually it's, I leave it out for a couple of hours and they'll like come back to it, draw a little bit more. Um, but when it's all done, then we put it on the wall and that is part of our decorations for New Year's Eve. And my kids love it. They're already asking if they can get it done a little bit early so they can start coloring this year. So, uh, that's always a big hit. Um, another thing you can do along with that is like, Besides that being the decorations, you can also like have kids help you like make little paper hats that you can like do into those little triangles or have them blow up balloons and help you. Um, And then they can play keepy uppy for hours after that. I was going to say too, uh, if you do balloons, I think it was one year. I think it was, I don't know why my memory is so like clear from 1999. (laughs) but I swear my dad brought home like a ton of balloons from his work and we did like a balloon drop over our like banister at midnight and that was really fun too so you could blow up balloons do your own balloon drop just you know those homemade decorations sometimes are are the best part for little ones um another idea I saw online for number 13 was doing a countdown. So like every hour on the hour you do like a little like fun activity or a little surprise or something like that. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the activities you could do. And all I can think of is one of my parents' classic activities growing up. My mom would make Don't Eat Pete for like every holiday. I don't know if you've played that game, but it's like almost like tic-tac-toe squares and you put a piece of candy on every square and one person leaves the room and then I'm explaining don't eat pee right now yep that's happening um one person leaves the room and the other people decide which one is Pete on the poster and then the person comes back in and they slowly eat the candy off the poster trying not to eat Pete and when they grab the square and piece of candy where that has been pre- 
destined to be Pete, pre-chosen, I guess. Everybody yells, don't eat Pete! And it, like, scares them, and everybody has a fun time. Like, even my littlest little ones, like, my two-year-old can play this and loves it. So, just little activities or fun things like that every hour to kind of help pass the time. Um, another idea I saw online and I actually really love this kind of along the lines of fireworks and this might need some like preparations or planning, um, but doing a lantern release and I don't know if you've seen Tangled, those lanterns that they like release when they're on the boat, Flynn and Rapunzel, and it's those cute lighted lanterns and they like float up. You can buy those. Actually, one of my best friends did that for her wedding reception. That was like their send off was a lantern release. Super cute. So much fun. And I read online too that like a lot of it is like writing like well wishes for the new year or almost like a birthday wish, like things that you want to happen and then releasing it. Super cute. But again, I will say with this one, just like the fireworks, please do this responsibly. Um, another one, and I think I did this in college, I would probably say, and I don't know that I'm going to do it this year, but number 15, a polar plunge. This is like a very popular New Year's Day activity. I don't, maybe people do it at midnight. I don't know, but I feel like this is very much like an early morning New Year's Day polar plunge. Start your year off feeling refreshed and something like that but a polar plunge would be kind of fun also very daring you know start off your year with a a brave foot forward doing something you don't normally do um number 16 and this is something we did growing up and something that we do with our kids but we do the the pre-recorded version but watching the ball drop there are always a lot of like um entertainment specials on streaming platforms or TV, I guess, if you still have TV. Um, But watching the ball drop is still one of my favorite things and counting down as the ball drops. Um, Number 17. This was also a fun idea um, that I saw online and I kind of liked it. Can't say that I'm going to do this one, but maybe this will be the perfect one for you. Doing a time capsule or a video to your future self. So you can like put in stuff that's like happening at the current moment, things that you're loving, things like that, or, and filming a video to like, Hey, me in the future, or like do it with your kids. Or you could even do like a video that's like what their favorite thing is right now, who their teacher is, who their friends are, or, or anything along those lines. And then the following new year's, You pull out the time capsule or pull up the videos and you watch them. I thought that was a really fun way to kind of like remember years past, but also like make room for the upcoming year too. Let's see. Number 19, a scavenger hunt. And this is something I feel like I did a lot more as like a teen or even in college. Um, A couple of times I I did like a really fun involved scavenger hunt. I'm trying to remember if it was like through my church or through a school maybe, but there are some really fun 
things you can do like throughout the city, do a fun scavenger hunt, or even if you have little kids, you can do a scavenger hunt throughout your house. That would kind of be a really fun way to pass the time, make it exciting, um, do hints all around and each hint leads to the next one. And then the ending prize can be whatever you want it to be. Maybe it's a, it's a yummy Loiza punch. I don't know. Um, but I like that idea. Am I going to do it this year? No, probably not, but I still think it's a cute idea. Um, next one, karaoke or lip sync battle. This is also something that I think would be so fun that I have not yet to do. I want to say growing up though, we definitely pulled out. Oh my gosh. There was a game on PlayStation two. What was it? Karaoke something. I can't remember, but we definitely played a lot of that. Um, but karaoke is always a fun way. If you've got a good group that's interested, it's a fun way to do it. Or lip sync battle. If you have seen, I'm pretty sure it's a TV show now, but like that would be really fun to like go all out and have like everybody prepares beforehand the song they're going to sing. They can bring props. They can dress up, whatever it is, but you could make it as time consuming or as casual as possible, but that's a really fun way to do it. Um, I I think we're almost done. I have two more, a minute to win it games. There are a ton of these on the internet, but if you've got like middle-aged kids, I, and even adults, I feel like this is a really, really fun way to like get people involved and get people laughing. Um, so they have like minute to win it games where you like strap a container, like an empty Kleenex box stuffed full of cotton balls. And then you try and wiggle your bum to get all the cotton balls out as quickly as possible. So it's just like, or like stacking cups with only your mouth or like it's little things like that. And you have a minute to do it. And whoever gets, whoever does it, like two people go at the same time and whoever wins or whoever accomplishes the task best by the end of one minute wins just like little games like that. Those are really fun. And then last but not least, and before you count it out, just, just think here, this is still one of my favorite things from growing up, but on the nights of new year's Eve, where it was like more chill and laid back, um, we would like put on a show, have food, and then we would work on a giant puzzle together. And I always love that. And I feel like my kids aren't quite at that age yet. I have maybe one that would be interested right now, but never doubt the power of a really good puzzle. And they have so many cute ones now. Like I feel like more so now than they ever did when I was growing up. They had like those dowdle puzzles that were really cute, but that was like the extent of puzzles. And now they have like every puzzle on every topic on everything under the sun. So I think it'd be really fun to like get a new puzzle, make it something interesting that your kids love. They have like a million Taylor Swift puzzles. So Andrew, if you're listening to this, I would not mind a fun Taylor Swift puzzle to put together on New Year's Eve for Christmas. Um, But that's always a fun way to like sit together, talk, work on a puzzle together. And, you know, like I said at the beginning, a list of ideas kind of to get the juices flowing, but 
the most important thing I think is just taking time. It's a holiday. I know not everybody has it off, but a lot of people do. And so taking that time that you have off to just be intentional, be with your family, spend time with them. I think that's what makes traditions so important and what makes them so impactful. So whatever traditions you decide to add this year, I'm sure that they will be wonderful and add to your holiday instead of adding just stress. So there's your list. Hope you enjoyed it. And thank you for listening to Table Talk for Moms. And we will catch you next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.